The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play Store or on the Apple Podcasts app. You will be so glad you did. Hello there, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to the Compare To Podcast today. We are finishing up my 20 Ways to Feel Lighter this summer episode with the next 10 tips for your summer. Some are super practical. Some are a little bit more like spiritual, like think about preparing your heart kind of stuff. But I think all of these tips will help you have a summer where you can feel better about your body and just enjoy the season. Now, let's say you're listening to the tips or you've been listening to the show for a while and you just feel stuck. You're just like, Heather, I just, I hear what you're saying. My brain understands what you're saying, but I cannot make it work in my life. There is just some disconnect. Something is not working. I can't apply it. I just feel too awkward, afraid. I don't, whatever words you would use, I just can't make it work. Well, friend, I think you and I should do some coaching. Why don't you go to compare to who.me, look for the coaching tab and think about grabbing an hour with me. Or think about joining our group coaching session in September. I'm going to start a wait list this summer for it. So you can just drop me an email, heather at compare2.me if you want more information or if you want to save your spot on that wait list. But friends, coaching can be the best thing that ever happened to you in terms of helping you navigate your body image struggles. Now, listen, coaching is not another diet. I'm not going to promise you at the end of six weeks, you're never going to struggle again, right? Coaching is just putting you on a path because chances are you've had these body image issues for a long time and you've got the whole rest of your life. (laughs) So I'm going to put you on a path to freedom that you will continue to walk, I hope, until you walk into glory with Jesus. But our goal is not to be a diet program where at the end of six weeks you're cured, but instead to help you figure out what's really going on beneath the surface so that you can find where you're stuck and get some freedom. Ah, wouldn't it be nice to have that mental space back and to not just obsess over your body anymore. That's where I used to be from. That's my story. And I know I can help you change your story too. Well, I hope you enjoy the last 10 tips on feeling lighter this summer. Here we go. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. 
Okay, friends, we've got 10 more of these tips to have a lighter summer. And I think I'm getting some good feedback about the first 10. So I hope that you're ready for these next 10. Okay, number 10 is turn off the TV. Oh, yeah, I know. There's some good stuff on Netflix. Maybe I don't. There's a couple series that I've been into and I'm waiting for them to come back. Chesapeake Shores, anyone? That's not on Netflix. But but television, my friends, oh, it can be a place that leads us to some unhealthy thinking and some unhealthy believing. In fact, even shows that are I would say fairly innocent, like When Calls the Heart, other good shows like that can leave us comparing and feeling bad about ourselves after an hour. Like, I don't know, When Calls the Heart, it's like you look at those women's little waists and you're like, oh, uh, you can get so caught up in comparison. And friend, if you're caught up in comparison, you're not going to feel lighter this summer. You're going to feel weighed down by that burden, right? That's why I wrote The Burden of Better. It's, <laughs> it's called that for a reason, because that's a book about living a comparison-free life, and better is a burden. So if you want to be lighter this summer, my suggestion is turn off the TV and all of those subtle messages about how you should look better, do better. I mean, even the commercials, oh, the weight loss commercials, those can be so triggering for us, can't they? As before and after pictures. And the same really applies to social media. Like I didn't put that on my list. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> I guess because I feel like I talk about it a lot. But consider taking a social media break because the more images you see of other people, the more frustration you're going to feel um, around yourself. <laughs> uh, it's just the way it works, right? All those studies that came out about Facebook and how discouraging and really how they're leading to depression and anxiety in young women. Guess what? They didn't do a study on older women, but it applies to us too. So watch what you watch. Watch what you watch this summer if you want to stay lighter. Okay, the next one. This is a little fluffy, but it works for me, okay? It's do your toenails, okay? There's like no biblical justification for this at all. But I'll be honest with you, friends, like when I look down, I love the color coral. That's like why that there's that orangey pink color on my website. It's just a really bright, fun color, and it's one that I really love. It makes me smile. It makes me happy. And when I have that color on my toes, I just feel a little better. Like I look down at my feet and if my toenails aren't done, ugh, I don't like looking at my feet. But if I have that bright coral color on my toes, it just kind of makes me feel summery and I don't know, it puts a little spring in my step. So if that works for you, well, I hope it does. <laughs> but if it doesn't, no harm, no foul. But if you haven't tried it, eh, maybe you should. Okay, the next one is to take books to the pool. Okay, now, 
I always drag like way too many books to the pool. And so maybe I need to take the S off of it and just say, take a book to the pool <laughs> because I think I take so many books with me when I go to the beach or the pool that it's like almost overwhelming. Like it's too many choices. And then I'm like, ah, forget it. I'll just look at my phone. But my goal for you is that if you are reading something that is stimulating your brain in some way, and it can be fiction, like there's all kinds of fun things to read. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that's helping you grow spiritually, although that'd be a really good thing, (laughs) right? Keep your mind on Jesus instead of on like your body size. But when we like just look at magazines when we're laying by the pool or at the beach or when we're scrolling Instagram at the pool or at the beach, there's all of this opportunity for comparison to flood in, right? And that is not going to be super helpful when you're already at the beach, already sitting there in your chair, watching the girls in bikinis walk by and remembering that you're no longer 17 years old. (laughs) All of those things that tend to happen, at least for me, maybe not for you, but for me. Um, And so take books with you that you can kind of get engrossed in and that you enjoy and that stimulate your brain and that remind you that you are more than just a body. Get into a good story. Maybe, you know, read compared to who if you don't have any other options or the burden of better. (laughs) That's a shameless plug there. But help yourself this summer by being intentional about what you read at the pool. And I think you are going to notice a difference. Okay. Now connected with that one is to shut down comparison. And, and so let me kind of explain to you how I view shutting down comparison. Okay. So comparison is instinctive, right? It's just something that we do as soon as like, let's go back to my beach scenario. As soon as the 17 year old in the bikini walks by, I am going to have a thought, a comparative thought, like, oh, I don't look like that anymore. But then it's what happens next that really matters. Okay. So the first thought, that, that, that is what it is. You can't really control that thought from coming. But it's those next thoughts where you have to be intentional, my friend, So you have to do a number of things. You got to first speak the truth to yourself. Okay. And so maybe your truth is what my truth would be like, Heather, you're not 17 anymore. Why would you expect yourself to look like a 17 year old? Or maybe it's something even beyond that. Like, hey, God made us all different. God made that woman with a beautiful body and God made you with a beautiful, good body too. But they are different right? Back to my zoo analogy from a couple episodes ago, right? It's okay. I am still loved. I am still valued. I am still adored by the King of Kings. I am still worthy of love, even though I don't look anything like that 17-year-old, right? So speak truth to yourself next. Now, if you compare yourself and then next go into the spiral of, I'm the worst. I'm so awful. I'm so fat. I'm a loser. I'm lazy. And you let all of those lies take over. Oh, my friend, then you have fallen into comparisons trap, comparisons pit. And that's when there's opportunities for all kinds of things like pride and envy and jealousy and maybe even lust 
to choke out the truth. Comparison is so much more than just the thief of joy, my friends. Comparison robs us of peace and rest and really interrupts, separates us from God. So stop comparison in its tracks this summer. I'll be right back with the rest of the tips right after this little break. Hey, hey there, friend. Are we email friends yet? Because if not, we really should be. Don't you think it's about time? <laughs> Seriously, you can head on over to comparedtowho.me and you can get my free five-day body image email challenge. What is a five-day body image email challenge? Well, for five days in a row, I'm going to send you messages just to kind of get you thinking about your body image in a completely different and hopefully helpful gospel-centered way. I want to see you find body image freedom and the best place to start is by becoming my email friend so we can connect that way and I can encourage you right in your inbox. So go to compare2.me, take the free five-day email challenge, and I can't wait to connect with you there. Okay, four down. Well, really 14 down, if you count the last episode, and just six more to go. Okay, my next one, some of you are like, I'm already there, Heather. I have no choice but to be there, and my friend, I'm, I'm pretty much right there too, but it's wear comfortable shoes, and my husband somewhere is applauding this one right now because that was one of the biggest contentions early in our marriage was that I always had to carry with me like an extra pair of shoes for when the shoes that I had on made my feet like bleed in some cases, like no kidding. <laughs> and so I'd have to have a spare pair of shoes if we were going to be out walking for too long because I was wearing ridiculously uncomfortable shoes and now I've got the bunions to show for it. But friend, if you want to feel good this summer, <laughs> let your feet feel good too. There's all kinds of cute sandals with extra cushion and sneakers are like the cute new look to wear with your dresses and stuff. So be comfortable on your feet as well. And you will feel lighter. <laughs> because let me tell you, when all of that pressure from your body is on a shoe that's uncomfortable, you feel like you weigh about a million pounds. But when you're wearing shoes that are comfortable, ah, you can just, I don't know, dance around <laughs> because they feel so good. Okay, and the next one is spend money on a cover-up that you love. Okay, so brass tacks here. You may never love any bathing suit. Okay. So at some point you just have to find a bathing suit and it is what it is and you may not love it and that's okay. But if you're like me, you're probably going to spend equal amount of time, if not more time, wearing the cover-up that goes over the bathing suit. So instead of like overly investing time and thought and money into a swimsuit, invest in a cover-up that you really like and feel good in. I found a super cheap one. I think I got it at Walmart when we were on vacation. And it was just this little black tube dress. But it was the perfect cover-up. 
and it was so comfortable and I felt good wearing it. And I was, I don't know, maybe $10, <laughs> but there's all kinds of options out there. I have some fancier cover-ups with like longer sleeves. And honestly, where I live, it's so hot that I never end up wearing those to the pool. It's just miserable. <laughs> so find a cover-up that you feel good in and that you really like. And then that old swimsuit, it just won't matter quite as much. Okay, the next one, and I'm doing it right now, but you can't see me, is to smile. Smile, smile, smile. Did you know that studies show that smiling makes you actually feel happier? Yes, just that turning of your lips, the turning like where your cheekbones kind of, your cheeks go up, like all of that physical motion actually makes you feel well, it's not really joy, I guess, but it could be joy, but it makes you feel happier. So let's face it, you're a lot less likely to notice the thighs on a woman who's smiling at you <laughs> than you are to notice them on the woman who's scowling at you, okay? So if you want people to look at your face and not your body, smile at them. Just keep smiling. You'll feel better. They'll feel better. Ah. It'll all, <laughs> it'll all go better. Okay, the next one is to savor summer. Now, I did an episode with um, my friends, Aaron, uh, Todd, and I think it was just Aaron that day, because we were talking about intuitive eating. They're my intuitive eating coaches as I kind of try to figure out intuitive eating and what does that really look like and what does that really mean in my life. And one of the intuitive eating principles is about satisfaction. Now, satisfaction is something that I have really struggled with. I think part of it is just kind of coming out of purity culture and maybe feeling like it was wrong to be satisfied. Maybe it's too indulgent to be satisfied. Um, Coming out of diet culture, of course, I learned that if food tastes good, that it's probably doing bad things to my body. And satisfaction is just a big, awkward thing for me and something I'm really working on, right? I'm much more likely to buy something off a clearance rack than I am to pay like more money for something I really like. Um, and, and ultimately, that doesn't help me be satisfied. <laughs> I'd probably be more satisfied if I just bought the thing that I really like, but instead, no, I'll take the cheaper chicken. Um, so satisfaction is something I wrestle. But as we go into summer, my friend, I'm inviting you to savor the summer. Okay, what does that look like? It looks like really being aware of your senses this summer. What does that watermelon really taste like? It's sweet. It's juicy. Maybe it's cold. Maybe there's a little crunch to it. Savor it. What does that grilled hamburger really taste like? I'm making you hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but what does it taste like? Does it taste like the, the charcoal or the, the smoke? Um, is that smoky flavor in there? Right? What, is, what does it taste like? Does it remind you of growing up? Does it remind you of home? Feel that warm sand in between your toes as you walk on the beach. Go outside and smell the flowers if there's flowers or, you know, if you're in a place where a lot of things are grown, a beautiful garden scenario. Just enjoy everything your senses can take in this summer. 
this is definitely one way to not only move towards eating more intuitively, right? Where you're enjoying things and feeling satisfaction. And I don't know, I guess one I should have added was like the cold, creamy texture of ice cream, right? And how it kind of is a cold shock as it goes into your mouth. And then it kind of melts on your tongue a little bit and you taste the sweet satisfaction of ice cream. Again, sorry for making you hungry. But savor the summer. What would that look like for you? In what moments the summer do you just kind of need to slow it down and just enjoy it? Just feel the warm breeze. (laughs) Taste the crunch of the ice cream cone. Feel the sun. Ah, I love so much about summer. And I think when we're so focused on our bodies, we miss all that there is about summer to savor. Okay, Second to last one is take a nap. What? Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. A lot of us don't get enough sleep. <laughs> it's just true. And I don't know, maybe you have a hard time sleeping at night. And if you do, I'm sorry. That's a very real struggle um, and, and difficult. And I hope that if this is a thing that's been prolonged and you haven't sought medical attention or help for it, that you will because you need sleep. And no one can think rightly about her body when she is overtired, because overtired normally means overstressed, right? Sleep is a way that our body helps us regulate the stress in our lives. So what would it look like to take a nap? Okay, so like my favorite thing in summer is to go out to the beach or the pool or whatever, just like be out in the sun, like for a couple hours in the morning and just, you know, get hot and sweaty and, you know, get some, get some sun, get some tan, um, for me normally and, and be so hot and sweaty and and then come in and take a shower and get clean and then take a nap in cold air conditioning. Ah, I love the way that nap feels. It's so rejuvenating after kind of the tiredness of being in the sun. But a lot of you, I shouldn't say a lot, some of you may have a hard time taking a nap. It may feel like you're not being productive if you are stopping to rest. Hey, I think that's one of the keys of summer is to not be afraid to make it a time where you can rest and rejuvenate yourself, where you can get energy from from doing things that help your body slow down. So take a nap, make your room dark, cold, quiet, and try to find at least one day a week when you can do this. Okay, maybe more if you can do it every day. Hey, that's awesome for you. You should totally do that. But tune everything out. And you know, even if it's a half hour, it doesn't have to be an hour and a half nap, like half hour, even sometimes even a 10 minute power nap can do wonders for me. So consider adding naps to your summer agenda. Okay, and the last one, my final tip to helping you feel lighter in your body this summer is to ask the question, compared to who? Okay, maybe you saw that coming, maybe you didn't. But I haven't really talked very much, probably in years on the show, about why I called Compared to Who the book Compared to Who and why that's the name of this ministry. But the real motivation there is for us to ask ourselves that question. 
you know, we so often say to ourselves, I'm too fill in the blank. I'm too fat. I'm too quiet. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too loud. I'm too, I don't know, whatever word you would fill in there. And the question we need to ask ourselves next is really compared to who? Now, I don't want us to try to justify ourselves by where we are as compared to someone else. Okay, so be clear on that. I don't actually think it's helpful for us to be like, well, I felt like I was too fat. And then I looked at her and she's fatter than I am. And I'm not that fat. So uh, I guess I'm good. Thank you, Heather. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Compared to who is simply a reminder to you that we are all different that you're never going to win comparison game. Like I say in the burden of better, comparison's ladder has no top rung. Okay, you are never going to arrive <laughs> if you are comparing yourself to other people because there's always going to be someone doing better. And quite frankly, there's always going to be someone doing worse. Right? So that's not the idea. The idea, though, is to remember the gospel. Right? Remember that we're all different, that we can drop out of comparisons game quite candidly. We don't have to play that game because we're already accepted. We're already proved of through Jesus. We are already loved more than we could ever imagine that we can't do anything to separate ourselves from God's love. Whoa, that's amazing, right? That's grace. So ask yourself compared to who? As you're sitting on the beach, as you're sitting on the pool, as you're looking in the mirror, remember we talked about that last episode, so I hope you're not looking too long, (laughs) but as you're looking in the mirror and thinking, I should just not go to this beach event, pool event, lake event, I should just skip it. I think I feel the flu coming on, (laughs) right? As you are tempted to do that, I want you to remember to ask yourself, compared to who? It's okay. I am more than a body God made me on purpose for a purpose. I can enjoy summer because I have life in my bones. I am breathing. I am alive. There's no rule that says only people that look a certain way or wear a certain size can actually enjoy this season. I am free in Christ. I am so loved. It doesn't matter whether or not other people accept or approve of me. I'm loved enough in him that I can go out and enjoy all that summer has to offer. Well, I hope that these 20 tips of the last two episodes have been helpful so you can feel a little lighter this summer. Like I said, summer's super practical. Take them or leave them. But I hope most of all that you will get your heart oriented towards recognizing that how we feel about our bodies in the summer or really any time of year is not really about how our bodies look, but it's about what we believe and what we think. And guess what, my friend? So much easier than restricting calories and cutting out certain food groups and all those diety things that we've done over the years. So much easier to get in God's word, trust him, get to know him and what he says about your value. Ah, and then, then you find true peace and true rest. Okay. Well, I hope something in today's episode helps you stop comparing and start. Bye-bye. 
Oh, hey there. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to comparetohu.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at comparetohu.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the start here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.